Welcome back to the Vine Church podcast. Today we continue our studies in 1 Thessalonians, Paul, the Gospel and the Church. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at the Vine Church Heart. We'd love for you to join us over there. Uh, morning, everybody. Um, welcome back. Welcome back to our devotionals. We are in 1 Thessalonians 5 now, coming to the end of the book. We're just, uh, we've only got a few verses left, really. Uh, and I'm going to read this morning 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 9 to 11. Um, now, bear in mind, this comes, uh, Paul has been talking about uh, quite a scary scene, th- this judgment that's that's coming. Um and, but he's, he's made this promise to the Thessalonians that they are not destined for wrath, but for salvation. They will not be uh, touched by this judgment, by this destruction that's going to come and shake up everything. Um, they will be saved. And so Paul says this in verses 9 to 11. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. I think that uh, there are so many things in the Christian life uh, that we can almost, which are so profound in their own right, and we can almost sometimes just apply them as as, as brackets. I'm not saying we we shouldn't do that, but we... Um, can just say things off the cuff and and I don't think that that's as I say I don't think it's a bad thing that we can do that we can kind of love these truths but what I'm saying what I'm trying to say is the amazing thing is the amazing thing about the Christian life is we can simply say things that are huge statements as though they're just well we know that we're Christians for God has not destined us for wrath this is kind of like saying something in brackets, like, you're going to be okay. That's what Paul Paul's main point in this last few sections has been, is you are not destined for wrath, but salvation. And you are going to be secure, saved. And Paul says, God hasn't destined you for wrath. And that really is the, the core of what it means to be a, a Christian, to be someone who knows who that, that God has uh, done something to take them out of the way of his wrath. To be a Christian is to be someone who knows that we are not going to be facing God's wrath. And so Paul is saying this statement, which is huge in its own right. God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain uh, but to obtain salvation. It's huge, but he can just say it as, don't you remember who you are? And then having said that, he then kind of adds another Uh, brackets on another kind of just remember who you are as Christians who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep we might be alive to him this is just a he's unpacking what he just said we will obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus and then just adds on who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep we might live for him it's such a profound statement that he can make because what he's saying is don't just talk about the Lord Jesus. Don't just remember the salvation in the Lord Jesus. Don't just uh, say, I don't have to face God's wrath because of the Lord Jesus. 
Let's remember who this Lord Jesus is. He died for us. So that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. The message is, know who this Lord Jesus is. He is the one who died for you, who came to identify with you, who did this to save you. It was costly for him, and now we can benefit in what he has paid. Obviously, the, normally we, we would uh, assume from Paul's other usage that when he talks about being asleep or being awake, he's talking about death or life. So he may well be saying here, who died for us so that whether we are alive or dead, we might live with him. That's the whole, that's the kind of union with Christ that we have in the Christian life. That dead or alive, we are with Christ. For now, while we await our resurrection, we have the privilege of going to heaven and being in the Lord's presence until the day that he returns and rises us and unites body to soul. But even now, even now we partake in eternal life. Even now we are um, we are living with him. In fact, that's been the cause for Paul's a lot of Paul's ethical commands earlier on in the book. We live with Christ. He's present with us. And so we can know with security that he has got us, that he cares for us. Interestingly, uh, John Calvin doesn't actually think that this is a reference to death or um, being alive, being alive or being dead. He thinks that Paul is using being awake and asleep to really talk about ordinary sleep. And he, he thinks that the point here that Paul is saying is even when you are uh, unconscious, even when you are unable to kind of um, defend yourself, you're with God. Even when you're walking around in the busyness of the day, you can live, you can live in the presence of Jesus. Your whole life, sitting, sleeping, standing, walking, no matter where you are, not just when you're in church on a Sunday, not just when you're doing Christian things, your whole life, you are in the presence of Jesus. He says this, the sum is this, Christ died with this view, that he might bestow upon us his whole life, uh, which is perpetual and has no end. It is not to be wondered, however, that he affirms that we now live with him. So of, of course that he, we, he affirms that we live with him. Inasmuch as we have, by entering through faith into the kingdom of Christ, we have passed from death into life. Christ himself, into whose body we are engrafted, quickens us by his power and the spirit that dwells in us is life because of his justification. The whole point there is Christ has given us his whole life so that we know that we are with him in our whole life. And he's given us a life which is eternal, which cannot be stopped by the power of the grave or anything like that. So in death or in life, in judgment or in uh, times of peace, in sleeping or being awake. No matter what place you find yourself in, we don't find ourselves in the same place as the Thessalonians where judgment's just around the corner and the whole world's about to be shaken up. Even in a pandemic, we live in a much calmer world than they did. And yet the saying is still true for us. He has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. So that's my encouragement 
for you, whether awake or asleep, live in the presence of Christ. Because he died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending the Lord Jesus to buy us back to you. Lord Jesus, we thank you that whether we are awake or asleep, dead or alive, busy or unbusy, times of peace or in times of um, of, of shaking, Lord, we, we, pr- we thank you nonetheless that we can live in your presence. Help us to be encouraged and to encourage one another with these words, Lord. And help us, Lord, to live that whole life for you in light of the whole life you've given us. Amen.